across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Good morning. Well, there's been a series of important developments around the claims made by the U.S. Ambassador Reuben Brigidi that South Africa supplied weapons, arms and ammunition to Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Yesterday, Brigidi said he would stake his life that the Russian ship, the Lady R, received ammunition and, uh, and arms when it docked at the Simonstown Navy base in December last year. The docking happened at night. The Defence Ministry has refused to provide any explanation for why the ship docked and what it received, what was being loaded onto it. Yesterday in Parliament, the DA's leader, John Steenhuisen, asked President Cyril Ramaphosa whether we had supplied weapons to Russia. This is how the President responded. We are all aware of the news that we all became aware of, of uh, Lady R, and that whole matter, Honorable Stian Hazen, is being looked into. It's being, no, it isn't. It's being looked into, and uh, whilst the process continues, I want you to allow that process to continue to reach its fruition. I know that you are so keen, you are so keen and you are so interested in knowing exactly what happened. The matter, yes, the matter is being looked into and uh, in time, in time we'll be able to speak about it. Yes, but in time we'll, we'll talk about it. So, let, Honorable Speaker, as you correctly said, uh, this matter best be left where it is. And then the answer is that the matter is being looked into. President Suramaposa speaking in Parliament yesterday. Then later yesterday evening, the presidency released a statement saying it was now going to set up an inquiry headed by a retired judge to investigate the claims by the U.S. The presidency also saying it was unhappy with how the U.S. is dealing with this, as there had already been an agreement that there would be an investigation into what happened at the Simonstown Navy base in December. There's a long list of people we asked to speak to you this morning. The Department of International Relations and Cooperation says this is being handled by the Department of Defense and the Presidency. The Defense Ministry has not made anyone available to speak to you this morning. We are still making inquiries with the Presidency. Uh, I'm optimistic, maybe we'll find out uh, from them if they are able to speak. Professor Abel Ersterhaeser, an Associate Professor of Strategy at the Faculty of Military Science at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor Ersterhaeser, good morning and thank you for your time. Good morning. We know that we manufacture weapons, there's Danel, there's Arms Corps. Is there anything we make or anything that we have in terms of arms and ammunition that the Russians would want to buy from us? Uh, that's a good question. And uh, we are using mostly standard NATO caliber ammunition. So there's a lot of questions hanging in the air about what it is that South Africa can provide to Russia. Um, and, and then we also need to consider the current capacity of Danel. Um, perhaps uh, propellant for artillery ammunition, but beyond that, I don't know. There's a lot of speculation of weaponry and ammunition from the border war that is still laying around somewhere, I doubt. Um, it's 30 years down the line. I don't see that. But let me just say this. Um, I think the U.S. used South Africa here a little bit um, to, to send a message to the rest of the world. 
And the message is one of, we will tolerate neutrality, but nothing beyond that. And I think that's very clearly communicated now from the US side. Um, they exploited a, a very secretive type of um, uh, process unfolding in South Africa around the ship in a, in a very clever way to, to send a very clear message, political message to the rest of the world, I think. There are many strands to this, um, and I think it's an important point that you make. But I do want to just ask a question about Ukraine. I would imagine that Ukraine studies the weapons and the ammunition that is used against them very closely. Would they know where the bullets used against them come from? And would they share that information with the U.S.? I doubt. Uh, sometimes you pick up um, ammunition on, on the battlefield and it's possible to, to trace um, the ammunition in terms of um, its, its, its numbers and... Um, you know, there's there's serial numbers of, of on many of these uh, ammunitions, but I doubt um, it's it's not often that you, especially if you are in a in a tight, uh, typical conventional fight as we've seen in in Ukraine recently. Um, yeah, I I don't think it'll be able they will be able to track it that that easily on on the Ukraine side. The president said yesterday that he cannot talk about what happened now, that there'll be an investigation into what happened at the Simonstown Navy base. Now, all of this happened six months ago. It seems to me quite strange that something could happen at a South African military base six months ago without the defense ministry, the defense minister and her boss, the president, sort of knowing. I mean, and that leads to, and I hate to, I hate to sort of go here, but it, it almost leads to speculation that there could be some other maybe more limited personal agenda at play by someone. Stephen, let's be honest about this. We we all knew that given time, uh, this will eventually sort of pop up and, 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 and you know, rise to, to, to the level where it's going to create controversy. And this is now turned into a, a, an almost an, a Vatakluv 2 type of, of uh, incident. Let me just say this, the very secretive way in which government reacted and behaved, um, the very secretive way in which the ship arrived and, and, and left the shores, the very secretive way in which uh, the ammunition or whatever activities was going on at, at the time, um, uh, you know, raised a lot of questions. And then there's government's reaction to the questions, you know. Their, their general behavior and, and, and response to, 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 to this incident. The easiest thing to do is to track the paper trail. Um, you don't need a, a, an elaborate investigation into this. There ought to be a paper trail on this. Uh, there ought to be a paper trail on the ship docking in Simonstown. There ought to be a paper trail on what was uploaded. And so, Cyril Ramaphosa's bizarre reaction, almost his disingenuous response to the to the question, uh, the establishment of a commission on, of inquiry, it all raises a lot of questions. It's actually creating more debate, more questions than 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 what it it, it answers. Um, it has now become headline headline news around the world. Um, 
and 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 yeah, the, the, it's 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 going to 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 be around for for uh, for quite some time until uh, they've answered some questions, and the truth will come out that we know about South Africa. We have good journalists. We have in investigative journalists. The truth eventually will come out. Professor Abel Yesterhazer, thank you. Associate Professor of Strategy at the Faculty of Military Science. Professor Sipamandla Zondi is a Professor of Politics and International Relations at the University of Johannesburg. Professor Zondi, good morning to you. Professor Yesterhazer made the point just a moment ago that the United States was perhaps using South Africa to send a message to the rest of the world that it will tolerate neutrality, but nothing beyond that. How do you see what the U.S. has said? I but I'm not quite sure whether it is this model. Right, we're battling, unfortunately, with that line. We're going to go and try and get Professor Supermandla Zondi back on a better line. Unfortunately, very difficult to deal with uh, some of the connection problems that we've been having at the moment. But Professor Supermandla Zondi is a professor of politics and international relations at uh, the University of Johannesburg. Professor Zondi, are you back with us now? How do you respond to what the pre- what the previous professor said? Uh, uh, Yes, and I'm saying I agree with Professor Estelvin that uh, uh, the U.S. is, is deliberately sending a signal uh, to South Africa, to Africa and the world. But I'm not quite sure that the, that, me- that message is a, a, a morally upright and it comes from a position of moral high ground, as Professor Estelvin assumes. Uh, I, I just think the United States is a global geopolitical player contesting with other powers, like all other powers, not some force of good that is trying to um, uh, correct errant behavior everywhere else. But I do think that after this talk about de-dollarization, uh, after, after the, the uh, uh, huge attempt to try and move South Africa from non-alignment towards an alignment, the U.S. has decided that they will send a signal. And, and an international relation is very common. It's very common. Um, it's very common for me to say that uh, there has been a balloon that has flown over Malawi, and we think this balloon comes from the UK, and then we have shot it. We don't have to have a proof for it. We just need to say we assume intelligent estimates say. Um, so we don't have to use facts. You have to use conjured up um, ideas, but the purpose must be to send signal, to manage, to try and change relationships. It's, it's common. It, 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 and I suspect that in this case, the United States is trying to, uh, it's part of the many efforts, they've sent over four senior officials to South Africa in the past uh, 15 months already, uh, to kind of push South Africa one directly, because this matter was apparently raised by Blinken when he was here, or, by one of the, the, the deputies to, to Blinken when he was here, that um, they suspect that this, 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 this. Of course, intelligent estimate would, would, would pick up everything. And apparently, South Africa said they would, they would check, they would verify, and they, they, there was nothing untoward. Uh, but you should expect that when you, in the, in the, in the context of a huge contestation between the United States and Russia, if you allowed a Russian uh, ship in South Africa, the United States would be unhappy and then it would respond. Um, yeah, it's not about who's right or wrong, but it's about two powers that are contesting 
and then uh, they are willing uh, to fight for their terrains, in my view. It's, uh, I don't know if this helps us, but let me put it to you. It's so interesting to consider what would happen if a Ukrainian ship docked at the Simonstown Navy base and how Russia would react. And I don't know if we as South Africans would react to the Russian reaction in quite the same way. Um, I, I suspect that the Russians would not go up and, and speak up and, and try and create a public opinion because that's not how not their style. They'll probably send somebody senior or they'll, some, they'll come and speak and, 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 and say something. Um, uh, we know that they have done that when, when, when uh, Kenya was very vocal uh, in, in condemning the invasion. They came to went to speak and use a diplomatic channel. It's just United States style to, to back the trend, to break the protocol and go uh, frontal and go mm. confrontational. It's a, it's, it's a style. It, it has worked a lot in the past all over the world. But it's very unorthodox. It's very unusual. But United States is so big that it can get away with breaking protocol. There are many elements to this. Um, never mind sort of, you know, the big, who the big players are to an extent. Our government has said that we are non-aligned in a conflict. That conflict's between Russia and Ukraine, but also Russia and NATO and the U.S. In other words, as I understand non-alignment, we do not support either side. We do not oppose either side. The accusation then would be that our words do not match our actions. Are there strong grounds to say that? It, it would be true. There are the two. Um, um, non-alignment, the true non-alignment would mean that South Africa would then start to campaign, uh, uh, convince other countries uh, to push or to create a coalition of negotiators or of peace settlement, uh, those who, who are for peace settlement between the two blocks that are for war. Because Russia is for war, it invaded. But the NATO and the Europeans are also for war, but they call it a morally upright with a defensive war. There is a third way, which is a peaceful settlement or a diplomatic solution. And non-alignment is about that. Now, I haven't seen South Africa actively pursuing this peaceful settlement, talking to Ukrainians, talking to um, Russians, talking to NATO, talking to the U.S., and trying to persuade all of them towards this non-aligned position, which is peace. What we have seen is what we call passive non-alignment, which is to say, you stay out of it, but we, we do nothing about it. And that is, for me, a, 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 a big challenge. But also, it just so happens that there were those interactions with the Russians at the time that were prominent. And, and, and deliberately, South Africa should have been also holding uh, interactions with the other side, it, it is only the United States and Russia that South Africa is prominently interacted with. It could have interacted also with Ukraine. Um, but it, it, it doesn't seem that it was interacting with them to convince them uh, towards a negotiated settlement. That is what is missing. And they need to push that because if they're really actively non aligned, they need really to push for an end to this war via negotiations rather than via the military. Uh, strategy which is going to prolong this war for years to come 
uh, from what the estimates say. Professor Zipamandla-Zondi, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate the time. Uh, Professor, of course, is Professor of Politics and International Relations at the University of Johannesburg.